Let the show begin. Damn, y'all feel that? This is the Finesse Media Podcast, Season 3. Check it out. The number one show focusing on HBCU news. Hey. With guests, Ooh. entertainment, Ladies and, and surprise co-hosts. You put me in an awkward situation. Now, here is your host, Ken Finesse Media. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast, Season 3. I'm your host, Ken Finesse Media, your ringmaster for this morning, for this exclusive episode of Interview with Chrissy Collins, y'all. I cannot wait to talk with Chrissy about her event, Georgia Rock Your Vote, going down today in Austell, Georgia. People, get out there, support, uh, be entertained, and uh, it's free. So check it out. It's 1 p.m. to 5 p.m., so you still got time to get your clothes on and get down there and uh, come and have some fun with Chrissy Collins, y'all. So another episode of Finesse Media Podcast, talking to a Finessa, as we do each and every week. So if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button and also that bell so that you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And this episode is uh, sponsored by Latrice Murray Views. So Latrice Murray Views, thank you so much for your sponsorship. And uh, we'll be back with Chrissy Collins. Latrice Murray Views Photography. Professional photography that won't break the bank. Latrice Murray Views Photography does it all with stunning photographs. Book your photography session today at lmviewsphoto at gmail.com. Welcome to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast Season 3, and we're back with another great guest and this uh, exclusive interview. Typically, you know, we air every Wednesday night on finessemediagroup.com. Uh, uh, at 6 o'clock. But this exclusive interview today on October 24th, I had to bring in, a, I would, listen, y'all, you see it, you already see who she is. Welcome to the Finesse Media Podcast for the first time, songwriter, actress, and the, the lovely singer that she is. Make some noise and show some love for Miss Chrissy Collins. Join the podcast. What's going on, Chrissy? What's going on? How are you? I'm so well. Listen, I was saying offline real quick, and I'll say on air, I'm a huge fan. I know we want to talk oh, about Thank you fan, so much. But let me start off saying, um, this stuff that y'all see that, the, you know, you're watching, this lady, uh, I'll tell you the first time I saw you, uh, and you may get this a lot, so let me fan out for a second. Watching the Tyler Perry play and being in the, the cell up top, and the way you sung that song, Queen, I was like, wait, who is this lady? Who is this lady? So I come to know you. I did some <laughs> research. We'll talk about it. Chrissy Collins, welcome again, love, to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for reaching out and uh, wanting me to be a part of your podcast and your wonderful show. So I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, I'm so glad. And again, thank you for reaching out at such a short notice. I know you, you know, you're working on, you know, your event coming up to, um, you know, today, October the 24th, the Georgia Rock Your Vote. So you're busy putting that together. So for taking the time out to interview us right before your event coming on, I yes. really appreciate it. And really I'm do. so excited about it. I'm so thankful that you guys, uh, I was able to just 
break away for a second and come in here so you may hear some noise and everything because everybody's just running around making sure things is done but um today's a wonderful beautiful day and for me this is my first ever doing an event like this and it's all about our voice it's all about our vote and here at the georgia rock your vote it's not about no parties no, um, the president or the future president. It's about us standing up and standing together, being you, having this wonderful un, united, not even a front, but being in unity. Mm-hmm. You know, we say we vote, but we don't hold nobody accountable. It's like after we cast our vote, that's it. Well, now we can't do that anymore. We have to stand and stand strong and stand together. So this whole event. Is just about that with live music and what better way to bring people together than some wonderful singers here in Atlanta. Um, we have some wonderful vendors, food, and it is also an early voting polling location so that people can vote early and enjoy themselves. No, absolutely. So you mentioned, and you kind of went past that, uh, Christy, about the entertainment. Five hours of music. So let the people know, before we, wait, let people know who, who's on that list, who's going to be hitting that stage. Oh, my gosh. So first, it starts off with a panel discussion. And on that panel, we have Tony Terry, uh, a young man by the name of Seven, and a young woman by the name of Ajar. And all of them have their strong opinions, and we have one of them that is not going to vote. So we have somebody on the panel that said they're not voting. Mm. So this is going to make it very, very interesting. interesting. But right after that, we have this wonderful group called How Big Is Your Dream? It's a bunch of kids. They're going to be performing live, singing, playing instruments. It's going to be amazing. Then after that comes, I have some wonderful rappers. This guy named Jakari, um, a guy named Rule, a wonderful guy named Blue. They have a wonderful music, and they sing some wonderful things, as well as I have some phenomenal singers, <laughs> phenomenal singers, this wonderful young lady by the name of Lyric, um, Philippia. Philippia is a whirlwind. That's what I call her. She is mm-hmm. amazing. Wonderful guy named Seven who was on the panel. He will be singing as well as me. I will be singing as well. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Bring it down the house. Ms. Collins, I know you will. Oh, it's going to be fun now. <laughs> Always going to be. And I have some other friends that are coming, too. So you never know who's going to pop up. Lizzie oh. from SWB, my baby, she's going to be there. So it's going to be some great things. That's little surprises. It's going down. So if you're listening and you're in Austell, Georgia right now, it's going down at 1 o'clock today uh, in Georgia. So you're rocking it out. Georgia, rock your vote. But you told us about the event, but let us know a little bit behind the scenes. How did you get started with this? Is this your first time being politically involved in, you know, the presidential races? And so just tell us, how did this whole thing come about? This is my very first time doing something like this, like I stated. I, you know, of course, I sing. I sing background for a lot of people, and I act. But uh, God laid it on my heart to do Mm. this. And this started actually about a good four or five weeks ago. I didn't have time. He said, I said I was watching all of the social media, listening to the news, CNN, MSNBC, and I said, okay, you know what? I got to do something. And, and of course, it's easy to get on social media and say what you feel, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that you're doing anything. So I said, okay, I want to leave my footprint in the sand. I have to, you know, get out there, get in the trenches, protesting, okay, everybody's doing that, but this is something different. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. You know, we can protest all day long, but you got to get in their ring. You got to be at the table. So I said, you know what? Let me get some musicians together. Let me get some singers together. And let me put this on. Let me see what I can do. And I said it to a couple of people, and I'm telling you, I kid you not. It started to take off like crazy. You know, it started talking just really just crazy. So I just thank God for it. I just thank God for it because now it's the day. Mm -hmm. Today is the day. And I couldn't ask for any better people to work with me and making this happen because everybody is like, you know, wonderful in their own right. I got some corporate people. I have other entertainers that have just started supporting me in doing this. So, yeah. That's how this whole thing started. And, and five, I'm not finished yet because I'm going to do more things with it. No. And I cannot wait, uh, you know, to see the pictures that come from this event uh, later on this evening. And, you know, so putting this on down there in Georgia, and it seems like you have support of your peers, which is always phenomenal. And I always say your name is all you have. So we all understand yeah. the importance of this uh, particular election. But I think it's more uh, uh, important and telling about your yeah. response that you're getting from your peers. Because everybody yeah. understands, yeah, we want to get this guy out of the White House and, and just get everyone to the, to the poll. But to have right. the immediate support in five weeks and putting together the event at the uh, Epic Center. Tell us about that venue. What made you choose that venue? Um. You know, it's a beautiful building, and I, when I saw it, I was like, okay. It was on one of the lists. I had a list of places that I wanted to go to. But when I talked to the director, Dr. Boyd, and his wonderful team there, they showed me so much love, and they encouraged me, and they supported me the whole way, contacting me, asking me if I need anything. Okay, let me help you do this. Okay, let's do this. They just made it so easy that I said, okay. This was the spot that I was supposed to have it at. And I love the wonderful organization that they have over there. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful event place. Not only do they have a wonderful theater and um, top-of-the-notch sound equipment and everything, it's, uh, it's also a gym. They have a kids' area, a bowling alley, a rock climbing uh, facility where you can go rock climbing. So it's a collage of things that they have in there for, for you and the family to go to. And that's what I wanted, something that has – family into it as well. Absolutely. And to just even kind of circle back about the support and the people that's coming to support and entertain and be vendors and folks that's been on the panelists, we also want to support, or not support, but recognize, I think, the amount of people that's going to be at this event during this pandemic. So to pull off an event in the middle of a pandemic owes you big kudos, big mom. I love to say it. Listen, it is social distancing. So talk about... It is social distancing. Mm -hmm. It's a drive up and you just be in your car. You can get out of your car, but you have to have a mask, and it's AM, FM transmitted. So everybody who's coming up on the um, property today, they can turn their, on their FM station to 89.1, and they can listen to it in the comfort of their car. That's what's up. So you hear, you don't have to go and, and be a part of it, oh, but no. you can still come and be tuned in. I think that's very creative. Yes. And so you're doing your thing, and, and Chrissy, I didn't know this, but I said when I did some research, I said, what the hell is this singing girl doing? From Niagara Falls, New York. Yes, yes. Where you come from? Niagara Falls, baby, right next to Buffalo and right next to Canada. So my <laughs> wife and I, we lived in Syracuse uh, for about Get two out! years. Get yes. So my wife is a retired veteran. We was in Watertown. Okay. And you know how 
small town that is. Watertown. Yes, it is. Yeah, yes, yeah. very, very. But I, I did, uh, I did some work in in Rochester, New York, and I never went went over to Niagara I have family Falls. There. But it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. So Niagara Falls. Tell me about that. Growing up in Niagara Falls, uh, how was that for you? Because when I again heard that you were from Niagara Falls, I thought you were from Atlanta, Georgia, with this southern, no. with this southern voice. No, I am originally from Niagara Falls, New York. Uh, me and my family, um, growing up there was wonderful. We lived in the outside of Niagara Falls in a place called Town of Niagara. And um, I always went in the city because my grandmother was a bishop. My grandfather was a deacon. My mother is an evangelist, and she was okay. a pastor there as well. Yeah, and my so. dad was a deacon. So being there, I mean, growing up was great. I wasn't the singer, though, in my family. I didn't know how to sing, really. I was a tenor, and I didn't want to sing. My sister actually was the singer, and um, we had a gospel group called the Collins Sisters and Company, and we did quartet, and we sung all around the north, and we came to the south some, and then we went back to the north, and then we signed with this label, and they um, pushed us to move to Atlanta, and we did. And I moved here when I was about 13, I believe, and I'm now I'm just a Georgia peach. <laughs> yes. No, and being from Georgia and, and and giving all that talent, and so being in plays and movies, you know, how has that experience been for you? I mean, if you don't know who Chrissy Collins is, just Google who she is. But the things that you've done with Tyler Perry, you've done background with Beyonce, Luther Vandross. So your resume, uh, you know, goes so far, really. So tell us. Uh, and our listeners, how was that experience kind of working with so many different entertainers once you became big? Because you mentioned you didn't really kind of start thinking until you was 20? Yeah. I mean, I, I put it like this. I was singing. I didn't realize I wanted it until I was like 20, 21. Okay. But everybody but in I was family sings, sing. though. I everybody? Was, yeah. yeah. Everyone in my family sings, but I just didn't want it. I didn't want to talk to people. I didn't want to have the interaction because being a lead vocalist is a lot. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want that responsibility. But when it happened, it happened. It, I was already doing stuff. I had already did, you know, a song with Luther Vandross on one of his projects. I was already doing plays and singing background for a lot of artists. Something just, a light bulb, a switch just happened. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay, you know what? I think I may want this. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I believe I was getting ready to be with Tyler Perry. And um, that's when I started doing, uh, that's when I did Medea Goes to Jail. Okay. I was going to ask yeah. that moment. That moment, when was that light bulb moment for you when you said, oh, this is it. I should be doing this. I don't, you know, what? I, I can't even tell you when it was. It was just, I was, I think I was home and I just got from singing somewhere, singing background with, at a gig with somebody. And I just, I just sat down and I said, I think I want this. Mm. I so. I honestly believe I want this. And mm. so um, I did it. I said, okay, I just continue. I didn't sound like I stopped, mm -hmm. but it was more so of me starting to learn more about the business and learn more about what this big train is mm -hmm. um, and everything. Yeah, so de definitely that, definitely that. You know, and so doing so many different things and, and with, you know, some celebrities and, and being background and, you know, kind of sort of sort of starting your own group or, or kind of trio with that, with the mamas, with Beyonce. So how was that experience? I was waiting on the CD between you three ladies. 
Yeah, everybody still is. And you know what? You never know. You never, never know. Come on, Chrissy. Get in this virtual space. I know y'all don't live in the same city. (laughs) I know y'all in different places. You in Georgia? And that's the thing. We are in different places. And we are, you know, everybody's doing their thing, you know, and but we're sisters and we love each other and we support each other in what we do, as well as Beyonce does the same thing. She really supports us in what we do. So it's it's a big thing, you know. The mamas as as people want to say we are legends. We started a lot of things for background singers. And that is the to me, that is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you always want to be an example of what things can be, especially when you're the all-female band. And um, everybody say that women are catty and this, that, and the third. But, you know, that's not the experience I had. Being with Beyonce for 15 years, being with Tyler Perry for 10 years, being singing background for Monica, um, Kelly Price, Brandy, um, the Ivory, a whole bunch, and the list goes on and on and on. Those things for me were aha moments because I never auditioned for anything. And it was just like the Bible says, your gift will make room for you. Mm. I will tell, I tell all of my students that when you do a gig, that gig is supposed to know, open up a door for another gig. Mm. You're supposed to be able to network. You're supposed to be able to really, really, you know, do your thing, but don't be arrogant. Don't be mm. cocky. Just be real and know who you are. And then they will come. That's and that's what it was. That's what it is. And, and it still right. is to this day. Like you said, your gift will make room for you. Mm-hmm. And so what's for you and what's for you. I'm amazed that you slid by this, by this that you never auditioned thing. Look at humble she is, y'all. She's just like, I never auditioned. I just, shit, I'm on Knock on wood. No. I mean, you know, how I got Beyonce was I was doing um, Medea Goes to Jail, singing Yes, Jesus Loves Me. Wait. And the creative director came to the show when we was in L.A., and she ended up working on my gospel project, and we became friends. And Kimber? she asked me if I would go, yes. And she asked me if I would come to, she said, I'm looking for background singers. Can you do me a favor and sing background for B? And this was during the guys, and she had the guy band. Wow. And I went, that was my first gig, and I've been with her ever since. Get out of here. Wow, what an amazing story. Thank you for sharing it. I mean, because you, you, you see folks and, and you don't know, and you know, so you go, wow, that, that piece of a story where you wasn't even trying to audition, you was mm-hmm. at home, your homegirl Kim called you and said, hey, I need you to fly out to do something. Actually, it was, she called me, and we, uh, we talk all the time. So she had called me, I was, I had just landed because I just got off doing another play, called her back, see how she was doing with Kiki, we laughed. She said she was looking for background singers. I told her to take a break, get something to eat. And come back to it with a fresh mind because she said it was driving her crazy. She called mm-hmm. me about maybe about 10 minutes later and said, are you home? And I said, yes. She said, oh, my God, can you get on a plane and go to New York and sing background for Beyonce for this gig? I said, okay, I'll do that for you. Next day, I was on. Wow. And had you been, and it's, it's a assume, right, but we all love B, but were you a fan of Beyonce and saying, like, yo. I liked her, but I wasn't I wasn't a fan. I mean, I wasn't a super fan. Well, that's I why liked I her. I thought the young lady, I thought she could sing, and I liked the way she danced and everything, but I wasn't, like, a super fan like everybody else was, you know, and still is a super, super fan. And not until I came to get to know her, and it's like, I'm not a super fan, but I think of her as my sister. Mm-hmm. After being with her for 15 years and, you know, the kids and everything else, we all became a family out there on the road, and 
that's all you've seen. So therefore, that's what it was, you know. Yeah. So he seems like a dope, a dope chick. We we've had so far maybe three. To not include you, Miss Collins, but we've had three uh, of Beyonce band members on, and they've all spoke highly of what they can say that those you know conversations that they've had mm-hmm. or, or interactions. They like she's a hard worker. It's kind of what you see and what you're hearing through the media. They have a good time. She really cares about her team. So that's good to hear, you know. And then you're, you know, somebody that's looking and making sure uh, that people are keeping their talent up, being a vocal coach. So how is that? Do you you kind of have um, private sessions or how can someone be, you know, a vocal student? Well, they can be one of my gyms. That's what I call them, my gyms and my butterflies. And all they have to do is DM me on Instagram or inbox me. Um, we do a consultation. I'm I'm the type of vocal coach that enhances what you already have. Okay. So if you have something and you need to enhance it, um, you're trying to get your audition songs together, you're trying to put a show together, you want to sing at church, whatever it is, you want to be the best that you can be, I'm here to pull that out of you. Wanting you to be creative. I don't want you to sing like the artist. I want to find your voice and let your voice be heard. I also teach artist development, meaning I'm going to teach you media training, teach you about the business, everything you need to know about this business, because it is a business mm-hmm. at the end of the day. You're just yeah. not a singer. You are a businessman or a businesswoman, and you have to know it. Mm. So you, you won't get taken. Great segue. You you quoted something that I, I wanted to, and forgive my lighting for people that's watching my lighting right now, but you quoted something, um, Chrissy, that, uh, or you said something, and, and I quoted it from you, and I wanted to ask you about it. You said in an interview that there's no such thing as a small-time artist. Unpack that a little bit more. What I meant when I said there's no such thing as a small-time artist, you can't think of yourself as small. Mm. That's right. So Maybe. you think is what you are. You have to put it in the atmosphere that I am big. Mm. I am art, not a small one, not a, not nothing else. I'm an international. I'm global. You have to think on those things so you can get to those things. Mm. You know, when you think of small, you're thinking like in your county or in your state. When you say you're an artist, that means you're everywhere. Mm. You know, and when you say you are an artist, you got to think about being on like an artiste. An artiste has a blank canvas. You are a blank canvas. Your voice is the brushes, okay? Mm. So you have brushes where you have the stroke of the pen and how you stroke it. That's how you're getting into the tune of your song and how you put the emotion in. So the emotion, the timing, the laughter, the crying, all of these are different brushes. And you're painting on this canvas to make a beautiful picture. Mm. So if your picture is not full. You know, when you go to an art gallery, you can look at something or you've got, you're somewhere and you see a painting and it speaks to you. That's how that song is. That's what you're supposed to portray. That's what you're supposed to do as a singer, as an artist, as an entertainer. Mm-hmm. You bring those colors out. Mm-hmm. You paint that picture and at the end of the song, it's a beautiful masterpiece. Listen, y'all, Chrissy Collins joining the podcast, giving it, as she say, to your gems, you better check her out and be a part of her gems because she's dropping gems, and she's definitely somebody that's finessing the game. Again, Ms. Christy Collins, I thank you for joining and taking the time thank out you to speak so with much. me on this, on this podcast, on this exclusive episode. So this season just started. You're my first exclusive interview, and Yay! I couldn't have done it with anybody else but Christy Collins, um, the legendary Chrissy Collins. And so before you get up out of here, I mentioned to you, I 
like to have people on that's finessing the game, Ms. Collins. But every episode on the Finesse Media Podcast, I ask my finessers, who's finessing the game for you, Chrissy? So who is that person that you idolize? And I know this is probably going to be a real hard one to kind of vet out because you work with some of the best of the best. But who, maybe not even in the entertainment industry, this can be somebody in your personal life, we ask this question. Who is that person that's finessing the game for you, Chrissy? My mother. My mother is a survivor. She's a lupus survivor. She had tongue cancer, uh, diabetes, chronic heart failure, Mm. and yet she still gets up every morning and prays for people. Mm. Yet she still goes out there and she still drives and she still makes sure that our elderly have food. And she does so much, even when her body is in a whole bunch of pain. I've watched her my whole life. That's the one who's finessing the game. That's you want people ask me where do I get it from? I get it from her and get it from my father who's gone on to be with God. But I've watched them how they entreated people. See, you gotta treat people with kindness. And you have to treat people the way you want to be treated. Not always taken, but sometimes when you are a giver, you're you, you get they you know sometimes when you are a giver, you get blessed. So every time you take in, you're not giving anything to anybody. You're being selfish. So I watch my mom give, and I watch how she just continues to work and just work and work and work. That right there puts fire under me to go and be a go-getter and to work in this vineyard, work in our community, try to make a difference, leave my footprint in the sand. Yes, I'm a singer, an entertainer, but I'm much more than that. And that's what you got to get people to see. And that's what I'm trying to get everyone to see. That I'm just more than a singer and a writer. I am a change maker. Are you? Can you make a change? Come on. You might need to be running for office while you're putting together these political parties. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Somebody asked me, because I'm doing this, are you running for something? I said, no. I may be running to the, to the uh, dinner table. I'm not running nowhere else now. Listen, let people know how they can run and keep up with everything that Christy Collins got going on, how they can follow you, Queen. Well, you can follow me at Real Christy Collins on IG, uh, Real Christy Collins on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. All of my handles are the same. Real Christy Collins, they got Mama Christy. Um, You can reach me, DM me, inbox me. You also can go to my website, which is garockyourvote.org learn more about me and email me and even if you want to donate I'm still doing things December we are feeding 20 families in need and um, blessing them with some toys we are getting ready to launch that right after this and I also have a show at City Winery in Atlanta November 13th I am a busy bee I work I work I work I work I work Listen, I know you do <laughs> but this, this is going to be a concert one night only and I am really going to cut up for real, for real. I never see you in person, but you ever come to Dallas, Texas, I'm front and center. Working on it. Listen, you're, you're a powerhouse queen. Chrissy Collins, everyone. Thank you so Thank much you for so having much me. For joining the podcast. Have a good time with this event Thank later you. on. It's free. Make sure y'all it's go free. out. It's free. So make sure free. y'all hang this uh, podcast up. Go on down to Austin, Georgia, and enjoy it and show some love with Chrissy Collins, man. Tell her for next and I'm sending love to you, Queen, all the way from Dallas. Thank Texas. you, dear. Thank come you back. so much. You got to come back. Oh, anytime, anytime, anytime. All right, y'all. You heard it here first. Chrissy Collins, y'all, join the Finesse Media Podcast for the first time. Thank you, Queen. I'll see you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you.
another edition of the Finesse Media Podcast. Join us again next week for the latest news from HBCU. Special guests and co-hosts. Thank you for listening to the Finesse Media Podcast. Thank you.